It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. It's 607, almost 608 at News Talk WSB. This is Lawn and Garden. I'm Walter Reeves, the Georgia Gardener, here to help you be more successful in your garden and to celebrate the 38th annual Spring Atlanta Home Show at the Cobb Gallery. We're broadcasting this morning from the center of the whole hall. It is a sold-out hall this morning. And if you want to come to the 38th annual Spring Atlanta Home Show, you will find somebody here who has something you need. You can see American Family Insurance, the overhead door people over there. We're on the reliable heating and air stage. We've got the mattress people right over there, the bathtub people over there, the uh, closet, quality closet people over there. There's an aqueduct for your home. There's, oh, there's man, oh, man, oh, man. There's fireplace people around the corner here. There are all sorts of things that you can come and see at a home show. The 38th annual Spring Atlanta Home Show is one of the best and biggest Man, there was a good crowd yesterday. Expecting a big crowd today as well. And all you have to do if you want to get into the show for free, normally it costs money to come to a home show, but if you want to get into a show for free today, get here, Cobb Galleria, between 6 and 9 a.m. Sometime between 6 and 9 a.m. and simply know the password. And I'm going to give you the password. The password is reliable. And all you have to say when you get to the guard up front is say reliable. And he'll let you in, and then you come down and sit around, and we talk about gardening, or you listen to the show, and then stay here when Dave Baker starts up at 9 o'clock. The show doors open at 10, and after Dave has finished his first hour of his show, you are welcome to explore the home show at the Cobb Galleria. Simple as that, and lots and lots of vendors here with things you need to have for your home and for your Peace of mind. Edward Jones, I see over here with the investment people. They've got a big table as well. 404-872-0750 is the number of lawn and garden. If you have a question about gardening, and particularly if you have a question about what's going to happen to my plants that I planted last week when it was so warm and now it's going to be 34 degrees on Monday, what's going to happen? Well, probably not much. And that would be for the people in Atlanta and South. If it's 34 degrees, as generally predicted right now, then not much is going to happen. If you're north of Atlanta, maybe it's on one side of Kennesaw Mountain or up closer to Blairsville or up in the northern suburbs of Atlanta, then you best go out and cover some of those plants. The tender plants, the petunias, tomatoes. Did you get tomatoes and you planted those? Well, they need covering when it gets down to the, the low 30s. Even though it doesn't get down to 32 degrees, sometimes just the effect of cold temperatures on the leaves of a plant can really stunt it. Not to say even that the soil temperatures right now, which were creeping upward. I saw, I was watching the graph last week at the Dunwoody Country Club where you have a weather monitor, a remote weather monitor there that I can access online. And I was looking at the soil temperatures and 10 days ago, soil temperatures were in the high 40s. And then over a week's time at two inches depth, they went up from 48, 49, 51, 53, 55, 56. And then in the last couple of days, they're up to 61 degrees at two inches depth in the soil. And I'm thinking to myself, oh boy, when it gets to 65, it's planting time. And then the weather forecast comes in and says it's going to be cold, cold on Monday, Tuesday, 
maybe 34 degrees, which will set back the soil temperatures a little bit, and those tomatoes and petunias and begonias and things you went to the nursery and bought last week are going to sit there and think, man, what the devil were they thinking to plant me in soil like this? If you have cold soil, I have an idea, and actually I'm going to try it myself this year. If I have time this afternoon, I'm going to go to Pike and get me some tomato plants. I don't even know if Pike has tomato plants yet because Pike is smarter than some of the big box stores and usually don't sell things too early. But I'm going to go find some tomato plants somewhere, and I am going to plant them today. Yeah, I'm going to plant them today because I just want to see what will happen if I'm able to protect them with a milk jug. And I've been collecting milk jugs all winter long. To try this experiment, I want to protect the tomatoes with milk jugs, but the thing I'm going to do to warm the soil is a little bit different. I've not seen anybody do this. I'm going to take two pieces of roofing shingle, just black asphalt roofing shingle, two pieces, and put one on each side of the tomato plant when I put it in the ground and see if that doesn't help to warm the soil. It should. Solar radiation absorbed by the black shingle and the soil underneath should get warmer. And if that's the case, then the tomato should be a lot happier and healthier and grow a little bit better for me. We will see. Everything is an experiment. Everything is an experiment. There's no experiment when we go down to Griffin, Georgia, near the experiment station because we get to see our friend Nicole from Griffin, Georgia. Hey, Nicole. Mr. Reeves. Nicole, I met another of your fan club members yesterday. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Actually, I met several of them because they were part of a group at uh, WSB, a group of people who are just touring the station. We have regular tours of the station. And uh, someone asked, uh, where are y'all from? And they said, Griffin, Georgia. And so I went over and introduced myself to them and said, I am a friend of your famous uh, garden expert in Griffin, Nicole, who calls at 6 o'clock every Saturday. And they all, you know, sort of knew some of it, heard you before. And I was at a talk here at the Cobb Galleria yesterday afternoon and a guy came up and said who is that nicole person that i listened to on my way to the habitat bills on saturday morning and i said well i told him a little bit about you nicole and he said that every saturday morning he listens to you and me converse before he goes to his habitat uh, project site and i want to salute and support of course the habitat builders who headed out to austell this morning because they're building a nice big house for somebody out there and I really appreciate their hard work and all our listeners who are going to Habitat Builds today, great for you. Here's Nicole. What do we want to talk about today, Nicole? Mr. Reed, our generation is very productive, isn't it? Even well, if we retire, we have stuff to do, we need to be get out of the house and do stuff, isn't it? I was thinking the same thing the other day, that it's a good thing that I'm retired. Ha <laughs> Retired. Because <laughs> I have so many things that I still want to do and now I have the time to do them in. Yeah, sure. Yes, even the fire station listening to me in the morning. I live not too far from one. <laughs> and, the, and the guys over there say, hey, Nicole, I heard you this morning. Yes. Uh, you know, I'm from Canada, and we don't have many trees and colors in springtime. I don't yeah. think we have none at all. Yeah. For the air, I mean, just purple and yeah. yellow and white and lavender. Do you have any names? I can tell you two yesterday that I saw that were astounding in color because I could not figure out what in the devil that could be. My friend Jeremy, Jeremy Scott, who's a plumber here in town, occasionally sends me pictures of things he sees along the highways, and he sent me something yesterday. Nicole, it was a very large tree with pinkish, very light, 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 white pink flowers on it. 
before that tree, right in front of that tree, and almost the same size, and I'm talking 15 to 20 feet high and about 15 feet wide, was another tree blooming right now that was the most intense red. And I thought, what in the world could that be that's blooming intensely red right now? It's March, what could that be? And so I sent back to Jeremy, I said, I know the one behind is a Yoshino cherry because they're blooming all over Atlanta right now, the whitish sort of pink flowers on a big spreading tree. But what the red one is, I'm gonna to have to think about that. And I drove around yesterday in my convertible and lo and behold, on La Vista Road, near it's those of you who grow who drive on La Vista Road know where the uh, Montessori Arbor Montessori and the uh, Mount Zion AME Church are and right near them there's a perfect example of Loropetalum blooming right now the big 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 form of Loropetalum Zuzhao fuchsia red beyond belief it hurts your eyes to watch it that's what's blooming red right now hot hot pink isn't it oh boy oh boy I don't even think it's pink it is red Oh, it is R-E-D red, and I hopped out of the car and went over to take a picture. It was uh, in front of a Bradford pear, and of course you know the Bradford pears are blooming with white flowers all over Atlanta right now. But you're right, Nicole, color in the nature in Atlanta right now is spectacular. Well, I was thinking, because our water table is so high, it did help a lot, isn't it? Maybe that helps some. I mean, I don't know if the water table is so high, but we at least get rain during the wintertime and warm weather during the wintertime that prepares the buds to open up real quickly when spring or supposed spring comes, when warm temperatures like we have right now uh, just pop the buds right open. So the azaleas are blooming right now, the Yoshino cherries, the autumnalis cherries are blooming right now. Uh, the the loropetalum, both the tree form and the shrub form of loropetalum, red buds all over the highway. Yeah, lots of stuff right now. Oh, yeah. This is our best time of the year, our springtime of our life. I hope, I hope what you're doing, Nicole, is taking pictures of all the flowers that are blooming right now and sending them to your friends and family in Toronto and telling them what life is like in Atlanta. Yes, yes. That's why everybody migrates south. <laughs> pretty soon, Nicole doesn't have any more bedrooms because all of her friends and family are coming to live with Nicole. Let's see that pretty flowers down here, Nicole. That's what they want to see. Nicole, it's great talking to you. Every Saturday morning I look forward to it. All Nicole's fan club folks, she'll be here next Saturday morning. We'll see you then, Nicole. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your day as well. At 618, you're listening to Lawn and Garden. Have we got a show for you. This is Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We'll be covering breaking news, Kirk Mellish weather, and traffic red alerts through the weekend. And the Southeast's largest news team is here for you first thing Monday morning when you head back to work. News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Now back to Walter Reeves, the lawn and garden advice you need. Gotta be vegetables. <laughs> I got some vegetables. Quick weather update brought to you by Ackerman Security. Scattered thunderstorms, thunderstorms this afternoon. Highs in the low 70s, so it's going to be pretty warm where the rain is not happening. Nights and partly cloudy tonight. Lows in the low 40s. Your full weekend forecast comes up in 10 minutes on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. We're broadcasting live from the 38th Annual Spring Atlanta Home Show at the Cobb Galleria. Lots and lots of vendors here with things for you to sell our or for you to buy. Our phone number 404. 8720750. Those are the numbers that uh, Steve in Ackworth dialed a few minutes ago and now he's on the air. Steve, hey, good morning. Hey, good morning, Walter. How are you doing? I'm all right. What's up, Steve? 
Um, I wonder what kind of mulch is the best to use in my vegetable garden. I used the hay last year, and I had yeah. grass come up from the hay seed. The hay. <laughs> so, I know I that. Find, find something <laughs> I do it too, and I have the wheat seeds come up myself, Steve. And I, you know, I sort of whack them back, or I'll squirt them with a little bit of Roundup or something like that. Personally, I use wheat straw just like you did because I've read research that wheat straw makes a really good environment for predatory insects, and that's why I use it, because I want somebody else helping me kill bugs on my tomatoes and squash. So I use straw myself. But if you got a problem in using uh, the straw because the seeds jump up and germinate for you, there's no other mulch that is better or worser, I don't think. You can use mini bark chips. You can use shredded wood. Not a real thick layer, but you know, a reasonable layer of bark chips or wood chips or uh, pine straw or I use newspaper sometimes. I use newspaper and cover it over with dirt. I, whatever you want to do, Steve. I don't think it's going to matter. Whatever you choose. Okay. Because I had a friend of mine who used newspaper and he seems to like it. I may try that. Yeah, newspaper works fine. There's nothing wrong with using it as a mulch. And for me, when you put the newspaper around tomato plants, when you've planted them, it helps to immediately keep the dirt from or soil from splashing up on the tomato plant leaves, which helps to prevent disease. So that's why I like newspapers, too. Okay. That sounds great. All right. I it's great, it. talk, Thanks, great talking to you, Steve. Drive safely, my friend. 404-872-0750 gets you in to take Steve's place. we got lots of gardening questions to talk about. We'll talk about cold weather if you want to talk about that. We'll talk about what can be planted now. And certainly you can plant broccoli, lettuce, collards, plants that you get from the nursery already started. You can plant those right now. Again, 404-872-0750. Broadcasting from the Cobb Gallery and the at Spring Atlanta Home Show, this is Lawn, Lawn and Garden, and we'll be back after news. It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. It's 6.35 on a Saturday morning. This is Lawn and Garden. I'm Walter Reeves, the Georgia Gardener, and I'm here to help you be more successful doing whatever you want to do in your landscape with your lawn, with your yard, with your flowers. If you want organic gardening tips, I can give you those. If you have questions about your houseplants, about planting your tulips that you forgot to plant back in the fall. If you have questions about anything that you think was sort of dumb and you need a little bit of hand-holding and advice, I am here to help. 404-872-0750. Broadcasting live this morning from the 38th Annual Spring Atlanta Home Show at the Cobb Galleria. One of the big exhibitors here is the Red Hair Brewery Landscaping Area, where you can come by and get some ideas from the landscapers that are there, as well as purchase a flight of beer, and the uh, money that you pay for that beer goes into a special local charity in the Red Hair Brewing Company Landscape Area. It's pretty nice to see. I just went by the uh, Landscape Doctor, one of the prize winners for the best small landscape at the show. They have water features with a fire pit right in the middle with flames going. Flames will be lit and going there. That's pretty interesting. 
And of course, I make it my duty, my absolute duty, to check out the quality of the mattress companies that are here. The mattress firm is here, and the marshmallow bed. Yes, the marshmallow bed. My friends, if you stop and try out the marshmallow bed, you'll not get much done the rest of the day. I'm lucky that I was able to pull myself away from it just now so that I could get back to the show. We go to the phones. Mike is in Dallas, Georgia. If I can get my mouse turned around right here, I'll get Mike on the air. Hey, Mike, good morning. Welcome to Lonnie Garden. Hey, good morning, Walter. Thanks for taking my call. Sure, man. How can I help? Uh, well, about three years ago, I decided to get into the peach business, and over the course of the last three years, I've planted about 11 peach trees. Yeah. I'm still a little unsure about, uh, I know there's a mold spray and an insecticide uh -huh. that has to go on them. Yeah. Can you kind of, uh, a brief overview of when I, I do that, how often I do it while right. it's blooming, and by the way, the peach trees out in Dallas are blooming right now. Sure, uh, sure, sure. And kind of comment on that a little bit. Peaches, peaches are a great way to make a lot of money. You can become a millionaire. You can become a millionaire growing peaches in Georgia, I understand. Mike, you start with about $10 million, and after you grow them for about a year and a half, you're down to $1 million. So you're a millionaire. You do real good with that kind of stuff. Peaches, peaches will break your heart. <laughs> I just want something to feed my kids. <laughs> well, poor little children are going to be sitting there saying, Daddy, where are my peaches? You promised me, Daddy. All right, we have to perform and have to follow a spray schedule. And right now, while they're blooming, I'm glad you pointed it out, Mike, they're blooming right now. And so you have to put a fungicide, no insecticides, we don't want to hurt the bees, but put a fungicide on the flowers, on the trees now. And the easiest one to get that I can find is captan. And if you can't find captan, daconil works very well too. But daconil or captan fungicides are sprayed on the blooms when they're open right now. And when about two fifty percent of them are gone we'll spray one more time so that'll be about a week from now spray one more time and that's going to protect the fruit from getting brown rot and brown rot is the bane of peach tree growers around atlanta if you don't spray in the spring you have a real risk of having that disease and all the peaches turn brown and fall off in june so that's the first thing and then once the flowers have come off you can use one of the uh, home orchard sprays you've probably seen them at garden centers that just combine fungicide and insecticide together okay well great well thank you very much the key is being regular following that spray schedule if you want to be successful in south georgia the farmers that grow peaches down there have tractors and sprayers and they got a calendar they do not deter they do not get away from that calendar because it is so important to keep the bugs and diseases lots of things love peaches besides me and mike and your kids you got to spray hate to say it but you got to spray with something organic or synthetic either way spray all right okay great thank you very much all right be safe mike we'll see you soon okay Comes now Sister Jill. Sister Jill's out in Loganville and joins us on Lawn and Garden. Hey, Jill, good morning. Good morning, Walter. How are you? I'm well. How can I help? I have got three crepe myrtles, and they're right at my deck in my back window, and they're like 15 feet. I keep Ooh, You're falling out real badly, Jill. I can barely hear you right now. Try oh, again. Okay. Can you hear me now? Ooh, can Jill you hear me, has gone down. Jill, hold on just a second. Let's get our signal straightened here. We're on Wi-Fi, and sometimes the Wi-Fi signal bumps down and comes back up again. So let's see if we can get you back in here. 
Jill, okay, try me one more time. Me? Yeah, now can we hear you me? great. Sure. What can we do for you, Jill? Okay. I've got three crepe myrtles, and where I put them is they're growing like, they grow like 15 feet. They're huge. Yeah, okay. And I keep cutting them back. Yeah. And my husband wants me to just chop them down because he's so <laughs> tired of them being so big, he can't even hardly grill. Yeah, so oh, oh. Can I... Can I cut them back to like a bush? And will they? Yeah, you can. As long as you or the hubby decide that yearly pruning is on the schedule because it just has to be. The tree, the variety of crepe myrtle that you chose how many years ago, 10 years ago, wants right. to be a tree. It wants to be 10, 20, maybe feet tall. And if you want it to be a bush, I mean, bonsai. He knows what bonsai is. You do, too. It's where you form a tree that would normally be a great big size to a very small size. And a crepe myrtle can be bonsai, for lack of a better word, into a bush. As long as you realize it's going to have lots of growth on it every spring after you prune it. And then it'll bloom. It'll bloom, you know, about five feet probably high. And then in the wintertime, you prune it back down to very small, stubby kind of size. And then let it sprout back out again and have your bush form again. Okay, so would I cut it down to like down to the ground right now? Ooh, cutting it down or? to the ground seems pretty severe, Jill. Okay. I think down to a foot, foot and a half maybe would be about oh, right. Work. So it has some yeah. dormant buds around the trunk to sprout out. I think a foot or a foot and a half would be fine. And I could do that now? You could do that now. I Yay. want you to do it now rather than next week, though, because the later you wait, the less vigorous the new growth will be, and I want you to get some good growth on it. Oh, good, good, good. Okay, that's awesome. He's going to be a happy man. One more right, thing. If thanks I, for I calling. Know I, Tell that husband to get that grill fired up. Springtime is here. <laughs> I will. Can, can I right. ask you one more question? Uh, let's try our signal a little bit louder here. Uh, Lorenzo, our signal is real weak right now. Can we get a little bit louder? Or maybe my headphones a little bit? Try it again, Jill. Give me that second okay. question. Can I? Um, I've got carpenter bees that are going nuts. Oh, and yeah. I don't know how to get rid of them. And I, we go out there with tennis rackets, and yeah. all of my dogs are trying to jump at them, and it's like a circus out there trying to get them. Your, you husband, get your husband sounds like a manly kind of guy, Jill. <laughs> and is. do I have a deal for him? I just yesterday afternoon posted a page about a new way to control carpenter bees using a little salt-powered gun called the bug assault and if okay. you go to my website and it's the first one on the page because I just posted it yesterday and you can see the details about the bug assault with a source for how to order it surprise him with a bug assault he will be pleased I guarantee oh thank you so much thank you thank you well thank you for taking my call and y'all have a great day thank you Jill we'll see you soon all right bye-bye 404-872-0750 is the number on Lawn and Garden. we got Sue. She's out in Dunwoody. She joins us on Lawn and Garden. Hey, Sue, good morning. Good morning, Walter. What's My up? husband and I went to Cuba with you last you October. You did indeed. Yeah. You did indeed. And we will be going back this coming October. Sue, you oh, wow. saw the sights and know the deal. But if you, uh, any of your friends were jealous of you, <laughs> then tell them to give me a call. Tell them to come email. along. We'll, well figure we it out for them. Thank you. We thank the world of you, and my husband has decided that you're going you're gonna to settle a real dilemma for us. 
Ah, marital counseling. Yes. <laughs> Here you How go. can I help? Yes. So we did the soil test, UGA. Good. We got our report back. Good. Uh, we do not need lime on our zoysia lawn. It's just a very tiny spot of zoysia, yeah. actually. Okay. But the fertilizer recommended was 15015. Nobody has ever heard of 15015. <laughs> I got to one of your favorite sponsors store yesterday yeah, sure. and they said, "Oh, you must have gotten your UGA report back." Oh, yes. They, they always send those those numbers. Yeah. And then he said, "All you need is a high nitrogen um fertilizer out in, you know, when you say it 50% greened up, that sort of thing. Good. So my husband says Walter gets to decide if that's okay. He is absolutely correct, and the Pike guy was absolutely correct. The university has sort of thrown up their hands, I think, because you can't buy, find 15-0-15 anymore. Used to be, it was pretty common. Pike had it, uh, and it was used for zoysia, centipede, maybe St. Augustine once in a while, and it's for plants and lawn plants that don't like phosphorus. Centipede grass is the most famous one that does not like much phosphorus, that middle number. And so for whatever reason, nobody sells 15-0-15 anymore. But the answer that you got from Pike was exactly correct. Try to find a fertilizer that has a high first number, a very low middle number, and a relatively medium high last number. So it could be something like 2539, 24412, or something like that. Something right. with a high first number, low middle, relatively high last number. And you'll be fine. The grass will be fine. You don't have to have 15015. You did it. Thank you very much. Keeping that love alive. <laughs> Thank you. Have a good day. Bye-bye. We'll see you soon. Okay, bye. <laughs> By the way, well, you were talking about Cuba there. With Sue, um, as I said, we are planning on going back to Cuba, and the regulations have been relaxed and relaxed and relaxed, which is still, you better go with the group because we can uh, get your rooms and get all the tour details straightened out. So if you're interested in going to Cuba, I have not even, not even posted this on my website because we're not really sure what we're going to, what route we're going to take. We have the hotels uh, reserved, so we know we got rooms to go there, but uh, we're not sure what the route will be in Havana this October. But one of the things we are doing, you might be curious to hear about this, is we're going to the Pacific Northwest in July, and that's another one that I haven't yet uh, posted, but I will in the next few days. But if you're interested in going to the Pacific Northwest, keep a lookout on my website, and I will post that itinerary in the next four, five, six days, I guess. So keep an eye out for that. We're going to Seattle, Bouchard Gardens, the Olympic Peninsula, uh, Victoria, just all through the Pacific Northwest. We're going to Salmon Potlatch. We're going to have a big outdoor picnic and see the gardens up there. It's going to be a gorgeous, gorgeous trip, and that is coming up in July. Right now it's 747. You're listening to Lawn and Garden. This is Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We'll be covering breaking news, Kirk Mellish weather, and traffic red alerts through the weekend. And the Southeast's largest news team is here for you first thing Monday morning when you head back to work. News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Come back to Walter Reeves the Lawn and Garden advice you need. you look at me. It's a very fine day. We're broadcasting live from the 38th Annual Spring Atlanta Home Show at the Cobb Galleria. You can get into the Home Show for free today. All you have to do is get here to the Cobb Galleria between now and 9 o'clock. 
and know the password, which is reliable. We're on the reliable heating and air stage. You're welcome to come and visit with us, get some personal attention for your garden questions sometime between now and 9 o'clock. Let's go to the phones. we got Michael and Winder who joins us on Lawn and Garden. Hey, Michael. Good morning. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm well, Michael. How can I help? Uh, I have built a raised bed out of concrete blocks uh, yeah. too high for a um, vegetable garden, and I'm backfilling it in with some good topsoil that I got from my local land, uh, landfill. Yeah. And I'm sifting it. And I, what else do I need to mix in with that? Mm, it wouldn't hurt my feelings to add some lime in there because typically unprocessed, un, unused, if you will, soil uh, has a pretty low pH. It has a pH of around 5 to 5.5 5 or something like that. And vegetables really, really would like to have a pH up in the 6 to 6.5 range. So how big is the bed? I'll tell you how much lime to add. Oh, it's probably 100 and it's probably 10 by 15, 10 by 16. All right, so that's 150 square feet. So yeah. let's see, the general rule, this rule of thumb, I guess, on lime is 40 pounds per thousand square feet. So you got 150 square feet. So we're going to go down to about five pounds. A pint's a pound the world around. So five pints of lime scattered and dug in and that should change your pH pretty well and then in a year have a soil test done and see if we're close to right and if we're not add some more lime. Alright what about adding in some like um, manure or some uh, peat moss or something like that to the topsoil? The manure would be better than peat moss. Peat moss is just really fine and does not does not really aerify the soil, whereas manure adds some bigger particles and some smaller particles. It has nitrogen in it, so that's good. Uh, where are you getting the manure from, Michael? Uh, just the, like the cubed processed manure at like the home stores. Okay, but well, you could use that. That's a, I would call that a soil amendment. It didn't have a lot of nitrogen in it probably, but it's still better, I think, than peat moss is. Mix okay. it in a layer, uh, layer about two inches thick over the whole area. Dig that in real good. That'll give you a nice organic, loose soil that the vegetables can grow in. So just the topsoil and the manure. I don't need to add any like garden soil or anything like that. Some of this, you know, really and truly, Michael is a is a judgment call on your your behalf. If you, when you finish tilling everything in, can take that soil and look at it and say that is a nice sort of sandy, loamy looking soil, you're good to go. If it's really still got a lot of clay in it, if you mash your hand together, it becomes a ball that hardens over a couple of days. That's going to be too hard for vegetables, and you need more looser, big particle uh, um, stuff to go in there. Maybe some uh, soil conditioner they sell by the bag at Pike. Do something like that. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you, sir. Nothing to it, Michael. Good success with it. Hope you have a great time. 404-872-0750, the number on Lawn and Garden, broadcasting live from the Cobb Galleria. We'll be back after news.